this is Becca. Um, I just wanted to give kind of some updates before this interview that I'm doing with Stephanie, um, one of the members of Church of the City's community here. I actually interviewed her before all of this social distancing was in place when things were just starting to uh, feel the impact of the coronavirus back when restaurants and coffee shops were still open uh, for us to sit down. So we actually did sit down and meet in person um, and got to talk through this. So like I said, things are closed down now. Micah and I are not going to be together for who knows how long, the next few weeks at least. So I ended up with the recording device. I'm going to try to keep things going. Not necessarily sure what that's going to look like for the podcast, but I'm definitely going to be reaching out to some people in the community. If you're still interested in um, doing some sort of an interview, I'm trying to figure out how we can conduct interviews uh, remotely. I know it's possible. We just need to figure out what the best option is. I also am hoping to maybe just pop on here, give some updates, give some encouragement, um, kind of see how everyone's doing, hopefully be able to share some interesting, impactful, positive stories. So without further ado, here is my interview with Stephanie. Hope you all enjoy. Okay, this is Becca again. I just wanted to pop in quickly and apologize for the little bit of music in the background while I was interviewing Stephanie. Like I said, we were at a coffee shop, so it was a little bit louder than um, we would have necessarily preferred, but I think you can still hear everything pretty well, so um, I hope that you're still able to enjoy listening to her story. Thanks so much. seven months now? Oh, I'm really? new, yeah. Okay. I am from Michigan originally, so this snow feels like home. <laughs> super homey. Um, and then I did, I lived in Chicago for a couple years right after undergrad, um, and then went back home, went out to the University of Washington in okay. Seattle for grad school. Um, I got my MPH, Master's of Public Health there. Cool. Um, and then came down here for the job at OHSU. Awesome. Um, so I'm the, I'm the program manager for the Oregon Pediatric Improvement Partnership, it's mouthful. Um, it's been a huge responsibility and pretty tough, um, not feeling like it's going to be a for sure forever thing. Um, yeah, I'm kind of realizing that what I thought I wanted out of a career isn't actually what I want in practice. I wanted to be more in management and I'm starting to miss working with people and getting to be on the ground. And I used to do more casework oriented things. Um, so trying to figure out what exactly that means. Um, but being in Portland is great because I have my sister and brother-in-law live up in Vancouver, Washington. Um, yeah, they moved out 
here um, like just after I started school. Okay. So we've all kind of been in the same area for a little bit. Um, and they just had the first baby, so my first niece um, four months ago. And I love her more than I've loved anything ever. <laughs> She's the sweetest little doll. Yeah, I just adore her. Um, yeah, so it's great to have them close by. Um, but yeah, it's it's been an interesting time because this is the first time that I've like moved somewhere and lived alone, A, and then like B, there's no purposeful next. Like I don't, I'm not like prepping for school. I'm not planning to move. There's no specifics. I'm just, I'm just living now. And I'm like, oh, okay. I've never done this before, <laughs> which it's pretty cool. Um, I think I'm a bit of an academic at heart, so I keep like thinking, is there a PhD in my life? But there's nobody has cash for that, so yeah, true. so not yet. Um, yeah. How like so you decided to move here for your job then? It was kind of dual purpose. the The job and mainly I wanted to be close to my sister. Um, I knew they were expecting right about when I was applying for jobs. Um, and then the timing for the job that I have now, it just worked out really well. I had an interview like two days after graduation and it moved super quick. And wow. I was needing, I was having a lot of anxiety about like what was going to happen to me because I was living in graduate housing on campus. Okay. Um, and I had to move out in August. And if it's like, well, I, either I moved to Michigan, I couch surf or something. So yeah. I, I needed a job and it came through. Good. So yeah, I didn't even take the opportunity to like job explore or like job shop. Mm -hmm. I just took it. Took the first one and I totally thought it was exactly what I wanted when I walked in, but it's hard to know what you want. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And then it's sometimes good to get yourself into something that you don't end up liking as much as you expect to because then yeah. you realize at least now when you're in a situation where you can move around that it's yeah. not necessarily your ideal. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that I it's been a, like a tough learning, but I wouldn't have known any other way other than just like experiencing yeah. what I'm doing now. Um, yeah, I thought, so my job involves a lot of finance and oh, I thought that I like it in like, in like podcast concept, like I love the indicator or whatever, but like when I'm actually the one in the spreadsheet, it's a little less fun yeah. um, and it just doesn't click for me super well. So it's been... I'm used to being really good at my job, and I don't feel like I'm good at my job right now. So that's a bit of an ego shift. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. So you've been in Portland for seven months. Yeah. How, like, when did you find Church of the City? How did you find Church of the City? Yeah, I found Church of the City right away, pretty much. I think even before I came up here. So it was a nice connection. Um, I was going to a church in Seattle. Um, United Church okay. and Aaron Montz the pastor there is a friend of um, Russell's okay, cool. so um, he knew or Aaron knew that I was going to be looking for somewhere up here and United Church is like smaller than Church of the City okay. um, there were like like 20 of us that were kind of regulars and it was a super tight-knit group so I was just like oh, I'm leaving my family yeah. like that was hurting a lot and um, Aaron was super kind and like kind of gave Russell the heads up that I was going to be coming and then we connected and um, I think I I think I went to Church of the City the first Sunday that I was here. Wow. But yeah, so it was, it was really quick um, and it was what I needed to because I had gotten so used to having 
that really, really close community, and that was that was the hardest part about leaving Seattle. Like, I liked being there just because it was a fun city, but I was like, I'm going to miss my, my people. Totally. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, so once you found the church then, you've been here since? Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't really even try to go anywhere else. Because um, I liked, I really liked the atmosphere. I felt like, super welcome yeah. right away. Um, and I, like, made myself just kind of come out of my box and I, I talked to Sarah and Russell like mm -hmm. one of the first weeks just to like say hey and like I'm that girl that Aaron was telling you about it's me so that was that was really cool and then Russell invited me to the gospel community okay. with Micah that okay, cool. meets at his house and that was that was a super good like personality read I think on mm -hmm. his part because I, I really love that crew um yeah it's been it's been really good I enjoy the music and at some point, I'm hoping to be able to play my flute occasionally. Um, awesome! Yeah, I love that. But yeah, I have, I've missed playing music, and it would be nice to do that again. Yeah, United Church has been really good, and it was nice that it was like so. I want to say like serendipitous, but it's not. Never is like that. I lived like just around the corner. Yeah. Like it was less than a 10-minute walk. Like moved to a new city, and then I just coincidentally like happened to be in the same place. Lived like a mile from the place that I was recommended to go, and. Yeah, it worked out. It was just really cool. It all kind of fit right into yeah. place. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate the way that like Russell's able to kind of frame like a Sunday conversation. Mm -hmm. And I like I like the teaching style. So like I was raised in the church and mm -hmm. it was like Christian Reformed church background and very Perfect. like very super traditional, like wearing your Sunday best and yeah. um, come home to the the roast on Sunday, mm -hmm. um, which is like, it's great. I'm super thankful for that and glad that my family was able to to do that. But I've kind of had a very interesting path because like that was super traditional. And then um, I went to a Christian college and okay. that was like a, a big shift too because there were like weekly chapels and sessions and was able to like really kind of finally grow in my faith as like an adult at that mm -hmm. point. And, so it was like something I wanted to engage in, but I had to actively choose it instead of someone yeah. taking me. And that's what everybody goes through when you totally. end high school, I guess. Um, Where did you go to college? Hope College. It's okay. in Holland, Michigan. Um, yeah, it's like right on the west side. It was it's like Reformed Church tradition, but a lot has been changing there too. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I really loved I really loved that school. Um, I studied psychology there. Um, and I had every intention of heading toward being like a, a clinical therapist. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got to about like the last quarter of school and all of a sudden had a panic of like, I wasn't sure I wanted to go on like to a master's yeah. program right away. So then I didn't apply anywhere, um, which I think was kind of shocking to a lot of people. I was told that I should, I should do that mm -hmm. and should do a program and I, I didn't do it. Um, so I decided I wanted to like try to get some real world experience and figure out like do I want to go on to school. Um, so I moved to Chicago purposely to get like more diverse populations that I was working yeah. with. So I was working with Head Start and um, I ended up finding a really cool church community there too. So that was, that was really cool. Um, and then a couple years into that, decided it was time to go on to grad school finally um, for public health and 
moved home and left a cool church community then. So I've had like a bunch of like really tight knit groups. Um, Michigan church was super traditional. Chicago church was definitely less. Um, and that's like, that was an interesting vibe too because it's super different culture from here. Um, but I appreciated that time too. But yeah, then tiny, tiny church in Seattle. I like, I worked, um, on the side at a, a bridal salon and um, that was like my really really fun side hustle during school um, one of my co-workers her husband was the music kind of worship team leader at the church and was like you should come with us and um, like after weeks of her like bringing it up I finally went it's like oh it's like gonna be a tiny church it'll be awkward and then and then they were like all my best friends so um, so yeah she was the one who looped me in and then they were looping me in here and yeah, it's been an interesting, interesting church path. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about, I guess, your experience at Church of the City so far mm -hmm. has, like, kept you there? I know you said you really have enjoyed being part of your DC. Yeah. Um, like, what makes it special to you? Yes, definitely, definitely the GC. Um, that group really feels like family. Like, people are super transparent in conversations there and I appreciate that there's it doesn't feel like there's any like facade or expectations of like being so perfect like everybody just shows up and like, like here is me like here are all the things like the good and the bad and it's super everyone's super available for that conversation and um, something that I really appreciated about the group is sometimes we'll like Russell will have an idea of like something he wants us to talk about for the day and we may have that, but sometimes people walk in and they're having like a day of big feelings and we need to just talk about that and we'll go off the path and that's okay. And that's been, it's been really, really nice. Um, hung out with people a couple times like outside of the group and yeah, it just, it feels like a really genuine, people are interested in each other and I just, I appreciate that. Yeah, my, my job can feel kind of isolating and like living alone, so I just, mm -hmm really appreciate people that like bring you into their home um, and people that ask a lot of questions like I'm a bit more of an introvert so yeah like I like to be asked but I'm not going to just tell so um, yeah I, it's been it's been good to have that little family like I feel very close to the church that way do you feel like you've had any times in your faith that have been especially challenging whether that's like related to church or just life circumstances yeah two that like pop out in my mind um, like way on the younger side of things my dad had cancer and passed away when I was 12 um, and that's like a weird reckoning time like 12 yeah. is weird anyway yeah. um, and having to come to terms with like what does like who is God and like what does that mean for me like that this would happen to me and my family and um, that was just like a big practical shift in my mindset of like God being there through difficult times and like I'll never understand exactly all the whys but that was I think that was like a big growing up period in my faith and just had to think about things in a different way like nothing things had been pretty smooth sailing up until that point like a super stable family and then just all of a sudden this big change and yeah I appreciate like that was a, a new appreciation for like the constant of God and I always try to remember that 
feel like my adult life has been very shifty, like moving and schooling and all these things. And it's like I like I like my constants, and that's one. So that's a, that's a tough moment, but I think it was a big growth and like propelled me into like a more adult faith. Um, and then after the time between, so when I quit my job in Chicago, um, I knew. I knew that I was getting into grad school somewhere, but I didn't know where I was going to go yet. And I had like an awkwardly long time, but like I needed to quit my job. I was super over it and my roommate was leaving and it just, it was time. Um, so I was back home in my childhood bedroom and without like, without an immediate direction. Um, and I was just feeling really disillusioned about like some relationships and just what, what am I gonna be doing? And it was like, that was probably like, not probably. It was a low in like my mental health and like feeling some just emotional well-being. Um, and that that is the time that I went to church the least ever. Like I think I only went a couple times that summer and um, just felt really really distant. I didn't have anybody that was like trying to pull me back in really, and I didn't have a good sense of what I was, what direction I was supposed to go. And I don't know if I was, I can't remember if I was even like seeking that from God at the time, but I just felt really lonely, I think. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I was anticipating a potential move across the country and just didn't know what school to go to and who I was supposed to be and starting to have the feelings of like, okay, I'm gonna be like this sufficient person on my own and I don't know how to do that. Like I have to make my own money and like, yeah, it was just, that was a, a big transition time and I felt really unsettled. Yeah. I think that's, like weirdly, that feels like a lower low than like when I was young and like my dad died, which sounds super dramatic. But, <laughs> I don't think it does. But it was, yeah, that was like my big adult reckoning. It's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the grad school was a really tough chapter too. So I think like the time right before school and the first year of school. That was like one of the roughest chapters I think ever yeah. of my life. And like now is tough, but I feel like I'm better at stepping back and realizing that like perceived failures don't say anything about me as a person. Like I'm not less because I can't like design a spreadsheet. So <laughs> I am. Do you feel like yeah. your relationship with God is sort of fluctuates based on your perception of yourself like your confidence in yourself I think I think that's accurate and I like I try I've kind of realized that a bit as I've gotten older and try to not let that be so because like my perception of myself has nothing to do with what God thinks of me and I just have to like keep reminding myself of that but yeah, I think yeah. like the gut can say that even though the head says no. Yeah. Do you think you yeah. feel closer to God when you feel unstable in yourself or closer when you feel confident like I can handle this? I've got I this. think it can kind of be like the place in the middle. Yeah. Like the kind of um, I feel most distant when I'm in that like stagnant state of like nothing nothing too interesting terrible's happening, but like nothing fantastic is happening either it's just like that that normal day yep. <laughs> like it's easy to forget 
when everything's just fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think when things are, are really bad, it makes me more actively think about stuff. And like I rely on God in a different way, but then when things are really, really good, I'm just really thankful and reflective <laughs> in that way. But yeah, it's that those middle days of normal, which is like hopefully most of life. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm just cruising. And it's easy to, it can feel like you don't need to check in. Something that's really stood out to me is that Church of the City is really open to like asking the tough questions and sitting in them um, and just having an awareness of things that are important to the people that are there and that that feels like really community driven. Um, I can't remember even what the topic was but it was like back over the summer we kind of took a pause from regular like sermon series mm -hmm. quote unquote and we just like had a conversation on a couple mm -hmm. weeks. I can't remember what that was about. It felt so impactful at the time, and now I'm like sad that I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that we do that. Like, that's kind of similar to what I was saying about like our GC. Is that like we'll we're open to like going off the path if something else is needed. Um, and I think that's a really community like people centered mm -hmm. approach. Um, like still guiding the group in a way that like serves a greater purpose but then just like listening yeah I think that's really good do you have any advice for people who are new to Church of the City or have been around for a while and are just trying to figure out is this the space for me right now I think my advice would be to like let yourself be known by others um, I think it can be very easy if, when you're trying to figure out if something is for you to just like take a back seat and just try to observe. Um, but that's not necessarily the best way to get to know the guts of like mm -hmm. a community or an organization or like a job or whatever. It's like if you want to know if something's for you, dig in and get to know it. Um, talk to the people, go to the things, show up and ask questions. Like it's, I think conversations are the best way to get to know if something is for you and it's yeah it's too easy just to slip by unnoticed so yeah. yeah let people know you and try to dig into that on purpose that is awesome advice I love that I, I agree it is really easy to back off when you're trying to figure out mm -hmm. whether you fit in somewhere and it's easy to expect other people to mm -hmm. come up and introduce themselves to you which yes we should all be doing yeah. but, but maybe we're all introverts nobody yeah, knows it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah um, I agree definitely encourage everyone to step in and um, see where they can find their people yeah. at the church very diverse so we've got Lots of different people to choose from. Yes. And I guess I should have said that back on the community thing too. I think we represent like really super different backgrounds, mm -hmm. like from, for being such a small group. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Like so many different stories, like everybody at my GC is coming from an entirely different place. Mm -hmm. And I, after being in school for so long, I love getting to know people who do things that are different from me. Like I want to hear other stories. I don't want to even think about my life anymore. <laughs> like, I, I just want to learn from people who are different and Church of the City has so many stories. And yeah. I think that's 
hence the stories project. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, okay, do you have any advice? I know you talked a little bit about times that you've had difficulty in your faith or um, difficulty in life in general. Do you have any advice for someone who's going through something hard right now, whatever that looks like, whether it's an emotional challenge or challenge with work, challenge with just general relationship with God. Do you have any advice mm -hmm. for someone who's struggling and trying to, I guess, grow in that way? Mm -hmm. First, I would say, don't be afraid to kind of sit with chaos and like let yourself be in that tough moment. Like, I think it can be so easy just to try to run away from something, but the toughness can be like the biggest learning times too, which like that can feel super icky, but I feel like when I've paid attention to when I'm feeling bad about a situation or a time, like it tells me a lot about myself and like what I want to do next and helps to think about potential paths forward. But like clearly there's not good just to sit in things alone. So like taking that like self-reflection and then bringing it to people, like I've found like so often on like a GC night or like a Sunday morning, I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so tired. Like I, I'm like feeling all these things. I should just, I should just stay home and be with myself. And sometimes that can be great, mm -hmm. but like often when I go and I bring things to people or like bring my concern to God, or I'm able to kind of absorb something more positive, then it takes off some of that concern. I usually walk away feeling feeling better in a way that I wouldn't have expected. Um, yeah, I, all that together, like think about your own things, but don't retreat with, yeah. too far within. Like, I think that can be super isolating and really tough emotionally and mentally to feel alone in a tough time. So embrace the people, embrace the conversations, Love go it. forward boldly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. It helps me too, because I feel closest to God when I'm in the music. Mm. Um, so. That's one, um, but like my like internal therapist, I so like the tough conversations I was describing, mm -hmm. like I love to hear that from people. Like some people don't want to hear about other people's like difficultness, mm -hmm. but like if someone's having a tough day or like has a difficult situation, like I love to absorb and try to bounce back, and like I think I think I can be that person really well for other people. Um, so I like to think that it's helpful. Hopefully it is. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Do you have anything else that you want to share with the community? Mm. I'm just really been thankful, super thankful for the community and how everything played out with finding the church so quickly and finding people and it's made, it's made Portland feel like home. Yeah. Which sounds cheesy, but it's super true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. I think that's what we're here for, and yeah. especially in times like these when people are afraid and trying to figure out life and so much is going on in the world around us, we really need a place to call home like this. So, yeah. Yay, thank you. Yeah.
So I just want to say a huge thank you to Stephanie for doing this interview. Uh, she is the first person to go, obviously. So uh, it was a big step of faith for her to be able to commit to doing this with us. And I am just so grateful that she was able to share her story with me um, and with all of you. So I really hope you did enjoy it. And I wanted to highlight especially the words of advice she gave for difficult times. I think it's so much more applicable than we knew it would be when we talked a couple of weeks ago, but we are all going through a little bit of chaos right now. We're all going through a whole lot of change, a whole lot of new, a whole lot of different. Uh, I keep just thinking to myself, wow, this is unprecedented. These times are unprecedented. Um, we don't know how to navigate life right now, but I'm glad to know that all of us at Church of the City are able to learn together, support each other, grow with each other, um, and step into this unknown with hope and faith, um, seeing that we have each other and we have God, um, and we're going to make it through. So I'm praying for all of you. I'm thinking about the church a lot. I'm thinking about this community a lot, and I'm looking forward to the day when we can all be together again. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great week.